bids are in, the gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine auctions, wine retail, and just wine. My name is Jeff McGurn. I'm here on the WineBid marketing team. With me, as always, is Paul Walker, the professor of Pinot. That's right. <laughs> our wine expert. And uh, did you use that one before? I I haven't used that one before. Okay. No. And we are going to be talking about our wine auction recap this week, everything that went on the market. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the stuff that we saw get a lot of action this week. At the top of the list is the 1999 Charton Calais uh, Brut with eight bids. 32 people were watching it. Eight bids took it from $50 to 131 bucks. That is quite an adjustment for a bottle that sh- that was originally priced at 50 bucks. Yep. That's a rare one. It's the old school label. We mentioned this in our picks last week. We, we had like a, kind of a lengthy back and forth about there were two, right? There was another bottle, Chateau Taillet. I think it was a vintage. I also think it got a lot of bids. Yeah, it yes. was also 1999. Bids, 40 yeah. to 79. And but the five. other bottle, no, they both had 05 infringement days. So they, they both been out for, you know, for years and years. But yeah, the other one was a, what was it? It was like a, you know, I th- I was actually surprised. I thought the other bottle was considered more valuable and the cuvee. lower cuvee. production. Yeah, because it was this Murphy Brut Cuvée VAV. It's like an old vine designation, which actually went for less. It started for more. It started at <laughs> 60 for less. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to no, me. I thought that was the more valuable of the two. But anyway, pretty pretty cool. Number two, which I thought was really interesting, we had this Doe uh, Ferriero. Yeah, you know, I completely didn't see this wine in the auction. I don't know if maybe it got... No, it didn't get out of late because it was in... Let's see. It was in... No, it was just in for one week. But this stuff is actually quite rare and it's quite sought after. It's like probably the one of the most expensive you know albarinos you can, you can find especially now that it's gone from 25 dollars to 45 45 46 bucks you know a bottle yeah uh, after eight bids so a lot of people after that interestingly yeah other vintages of this have hit that price the 18 and the 19 18 hammered at 46 i just wanted to look up other vintages for the heck of it and then 19 hammered at 42 they also get really big scores so could be something along those lines we also had the 1996 masson Loire charms uh uh eight bids to 755 uh to Fourteen oh five. Yeah, it's a lot. Nearly a lot. Doubling. I mean, that's a huge movement on the Masson Loire. And the last time we saw that sold was ten years ago in July, no less. It sold uh, in 2013 July for three hundred and twenty dollars. Now, if at that time, (laughs) here we go. You had bought here we go a hundred thousand cases. Jeff's brilliant wine investment (laughs) advice of this wine for absolutely no one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it is interesting though that even the negociant wines have jumped that much i mean these are rare rare examples so 
you're not going to be able to find. I mean, you're probably more likely to find 96, you know, Grand Cru's from from the domain as opposed to the Negociant label. But either way, they're just far and away so far out there these days. 2010. Actually, well, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'll, I'll mention this on the low end. 2010, Balaz Simone Chablis, uh, Monti de Tonnerre. That's still a good deal. It's still a good 20, deal. Yeah. 23 bucks. Yeah. It's just, well, we we talked about how many great half bottles there were in last week's auction. I'm sure a lot of them, a lot of them sold. There were quantities on quite a few of them, too. A little further down, there's that Veronia, the Roanya, excuse me, yes. Barbaresco Paye, which, yeah, hammered it quite a bit. I double, I think, the reserve. 51, yeah. Started yeah. at 25, hammers at 51. So, I mean, big movement there, right? We've got 2013 yeah. Peter Lauer, uh, Eiler Krupp, Riesling, Fass, 18 Grosses Kavachs. Uh, we talked about the Peter Lauer wines, especially the Grosses Kavax last week, mm-hmm. and how, you know, there's still a bunch of great deals there. Well, people must have heard that because uh, <laughs> seven bids took from 40 to 66. So you're seeing some movement even in, you know, some of these German wines. There's this uh, 05 uh, Pierre Amois, Maurice Saint-Denis, O'Charms, seven bids took from 45 to 60. So some more good Burgundy. Again, not surprising. We had a lot of great Burgundy last week. Oh, the Amio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, five Amio. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's not a bad price, actually. Even at 60, that's not terrible. It's um, more than but not, not bad. I, I thought it was a little bit funny. We had, you know, like so much movement on 2018 Rombauer Chardonnay. <laughs> I guess it remains popular. It remains popular at $30 yeah. and ends up going, you know, a bunch of bids take it to 38, which isn't unreasonable, I guess, for Rombauer, although I have to look at Costco to see what it is right now. Well, it's not but cheap. It's not cheap, though. It's not. I, mean, I think, not remember, cheap, didn't though. we talk about a Rombauer, like a red wine that was in? That it's was like a super Dell maybe yeah or Merlot or something and it was like twenty bucks or something and I was like wow that's a steal you know the red wines are good it was I think it was a Rutherford red wine or Rutherford red blend or something and it got I think it got bit up I actually kind of like their I like their Sauvignon Blanc as well and I feel like that usually consistently comes in under the Chardonnay like under Chardonnay in terms of price yeah Um, it's definitely cheaper it's a lot cheaper yeah yeah 06 vincent girardine puny montrachet les foyer that's what i said that's what i said start at 55 seven bids so you get 81 dollars so still cheap cheap for you know cheap for this vineyard obviously big guy we've talked about this big big negotiant producer but good luck finding fallout here from anyone for under 180 bucks especially something that's what what is it 15 years old now yeah uh more than that it's gonna yeah. be uh, 17 years old 2012 blaine gennard uh but again yeah this one and we had five they ended up selling, started 180, they ended up selling for 200 a piece. So a little bit of movement there. Bigger movement on this 1995 Bodegas Moro, Vendimia, Flexionada, uh, Venedos Propios. Uh, six bids took it from 40 to 72. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's I always love seeing we've got some movement on 
Spanish wines because I feel like they tend to be underappreciated by a lot of people. Yeah, it's an interesting one too because generally those wines, when they get bit up like that, it's because of scores. But this one, I don't think it even had a score. Uh, I think it's just a rare... This is a rare bottle. Rare um, bottle, yeah. I had picked the 01 Bodega Smaro Vino uh, de la Tierra de Castilla y Leon, um, but not sure. I'll take a look and see if that got that got snatched up. We had six bids on an 04 Charles Jogue Chinon Claude de la Diotieri, <laughs> taking from 40 to 79. So, yeah. There were a few of these in last week. I think there was like a mini, mini vertical of the Jogue wines, and they're all gone. They all sold. So not too surprising. That is quite an increase, though. Mm, um, rare stuff. Rare stuff. I thought this one was interesting. This from Austria. We had this, mm-hmm. uh, and we talked about it, all, all the stuff we had coming in from Austria. We had a lot of really cool Austrian wines coming in last week. This yeah. 2000 Franz. Hertzberger, yeah. Yeah. Honey Vogel, Six bids from 25 to 61. I mean, that is quite a lot there. I believe we talked about this Gaia 09 Gaia Barbaresco split. And that one, you know, 90 bucks for Gaia Barbaresco, even a split is, (laughs) seems like a great deal. I mean, is Gaia, you know, it's still pretty pricey. That went from 90 to 140 a bottle. Yeah. And then, you know, there was action on some of the Donhoff. There's a bunch of Donhoff. There was action there on the 2019 Schloss Bochheimer, uh, Felsenberg, Riesling, Grosses Gewachs. That one uh, went from 40 to 48. And then the 98 uh, John Graveau von Romany. Uh, that one, 60 is where it started and six bids to get a 76, which I still feel like isn't that bad of a deal for no. for that bottle. No, definitely not. There was a lot of other kind of one-off examples. I think a lot of a lot were from the same seller, actually, kind of in that same range. And most of them got a few bids. They didn't get too many, but they got a few. But that's, yeah, and it's still not crazily expensive especially when you consider you know what's happening with like Loire and all these other things that are just getting going through the roof what's that lillian that? wine did you see that the what the lillian Syrah. oh yes yes 2017 we had three rooms six bits took from 45 to 65, 65 yeah it's wild because i think that was the only i think that was the only one in the auction and sometimes often when that wine appears like this week i think there's quite a few more and i think last week i don't know maybe there were some others but it was interesting to see that that one get bit up you know fairly significantly with three bottles available because there, yeah no there's there's grenache in this week yeah syrah two syrah yeah grenache and syrah and i i'm kind of curious to see if those get just grabs right away. No, the Grenache actually had already been in auction. So that one kind of confused me. I, I don't know why everyone seemed to go after the 17 Syrah. Uh, there's 18 Grenache available with no bids. So, who knows? well, I mean, I, I think it, I think it's because of the price. I mean, you're looking, yeah, you're right. $45 bucks seems pretty cheap compared to the well, other. Yeah. When everything else is like 65, 70, yeah. 80 bucks, 45 bucks, like, yeah. 
it's worth going after at that point, right? That's true. That's true. Well, let's move over to some of the heavy hitters, shall we? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, topping us off this week was 2013 Bernard Dugatti Mazis Chambertin. Mazi, yeah. Mazis Chambertin Villavin. This one, 12 people were tracking it. Somebody picked it up for a cool $3,510. Uh, or rather, it's a six bottle lot, shall I say? I think that's an important thing to note. That six bottle lot beat out uh, 2010 Domain Romani Conti uh, Corton, which went for 2,500 bucks. Which that's, I mean, on the Dugat P, that's got to be a record of some kind because those wines have, you know, they've become increasingly valuable, increasingly sought after. But that's pretty cool. It's also, we don't see them often in, in six bottles, you know, six well, bottles. Sets, so. I will tell you, it's not a record because we sold a six bottle lot of the 2013 Dugat P Mazzi Chambertin. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. August of last year, year yeah, yeah, for right. $3,600. Yeah, so um, 100 bucks more. What is interesting is that 2010 Domain uh, Della Romani Conti Corton. That one, the last time we saw that before this auction was in 2019, in November of 2019. It went for $1,250. So it has doubled in price in the last four years. Yeah, it's wild. We had this uh, six bottle lot OWC of 87 Opus 1, which went for uh, $2,430. I didn't, I mean, I don't know. That didn't seem too crazy to me even at that price for 87 Opus One. No, it's hard. That's a, that's a hard one to find now, especially in, you know, in six pack. Well, it's, I mean, it's about $405 a bottle for 87 Opus. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's not, not too bad when the new vintages are going for close to 400 bucks a piece. Well, and that's that's the thing, right? Yeah. New vintages and, and you know, someone's going to be in his drinking window, great vintage. 2008, uh, Comte Lafon uh, Mont Rocher went for 2300 yeah. uh, for one single bottle. And then there were three, I remember, in last week, actually. I think there was like a mini vertical of that stuff, too. Well, and by the way, n- not to harken back to the, to the 87 Opus One, but a 2016 Opus One six bottle lot OWC went for 2160 So you're not even paying $300 more. You're paying like 200 and what like seventy dollars more for yeah. eighty seven Opus One? So between yeah. the two of those, money being a factor, which would you go for, the eighty seven or the sixteen? Eighty seven for sure. It's great wine, right? Right, it's really, really good. Yeah, I mean, had that a few times, and I don't know. Sixteen is probably great too. It lasts a long time, but the eighty seven is drinking. Today, yeah. today, yeah. today, like or crack yesterday. Those 87s open. <laughs> yesterday, yeah, crack those eighty sevens open. Yeah, uh, they're probably not getting much better at this point. We had the, and by the way, there were there were two uh, two of those lots. We only sold one, so you can still get twenty sixteen six ball lot of Opus One OVC. Nineteen seventy uh, Domingo Romani Conti Latash went for two thousand, which you know, interesting to see the, and I believe we mentioned Latash last week when we did the podcast i think we did that's interesting to see that that you know that actually has come down since 2021 because we saw that bottle sell in december of 2021 for 3100 dollars. yeah yeah so so you know is it a softening of you know pricing on domain romani conti i don't know about that but 
it's certainly <laughs> interesting to see a softening of price on on something like a, a 70 Latosh. And we had two of those that both sold for two grand. My guess is whoever picked those up probably is following the pricing of uh, Latosh pretty closely and realizes that 2000 may not be such a bad deal for, for this. <laughs> exactly. The uh, 13 Napa Valley Reserve is kind of interesting. Got, got a couple bids on it for what 325 that stuff keeps kind of going up it it's gone up in price quite a bit actually since last year i think it was less than oh, under 300 and now it's pushing 300 every auction yeah it was like 245 not too long ago then 285 now 325 for the 13 reserves so interestingly i not a wine actually i would expect to see increase in price but anything with ties to harlan is gonna this is going to have that happen. So it's going to go up and up and up. The 92 Petrus, this is what I thought was interesting. Last September, the 92 Petrus sold for $2,200. Hmm. Yesterday, it sold at auction for $1,900. So yeah, that is interesting. At, uh, at least a 10, I mean, more than a 10% decrease in price in less than a year, right? Which I thought was super interesting. I believe you mentioned this 73 Moe Chandon Pernion Enotech which we last saw in February of 04, it sold for $340 then. Well, yesterday it sold for $2,000. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a super, super, super rare one. And I think we talked about it's disgorged in 99. So good luck replacing that. It's not going to be easy. And yeah. you know, it's a totally different wine than the 73 Vintage, which itself is not worth nearly as much as this but anyway yeah it's a it's a rare one did you see the uh the mag of or not the mag the was it quintuple mag the six liter of e5 <laughs> trontanoy sold for fourteen hundred dollars oh really and that was in for a couple of weeks though right yeah it was uh, yeah it was in for, was i think i mentioned week. it like two weeks ago or something yeah like that, right so um, that's a super cool bottle. I also thought it was cool that this uh, bottle of 1847 uh, Short Ridge Blotten and Co. Limited Bowl Madeira sold for $1,630. Wow. And I'll probably stop us there unless there's anything else you wanted to mention. Yeah, a couple things. I think, you know, we had, there was just so much interesting fascinating rare stuff last week we didn't so, even get to anything domestic at all and you know a lot of these really rare but also you know sort of un i don't know i don't want to say sort of unknown but just you know things like collectible wines collectible burgundies and half bottle formats they're not going to you know obviously go for nearly as much as as the 750s and things especially the Premier crews and 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 you know second third tier producers, but there was just a lot of really really great great wine, and then mixed in with that, of course, were some of these big stars. And I noticed there was like oh six was it? Yeah, oh six. Denis Morte Chambertin sold at twelve hundred, which is far and away. You know, again, it's one of these wines where we saw it just you know well no it's been a long time since it's old it's been 10 years i was going to say we've seen other vintages of of morte chamberton but still from 380 10 years ago to 1200 that's that's quite an increase it's kind of reminds me of the law but i would not have expected that from denis morte 
Whereas some of these other ones like Rayos, you know, there was a 97 Rayos we mentioned as one of our picks, started at 1200, got, you know, sold the same week and all these other kinds of things. So, yeah, it was a great, great selection of wines last week. So it was fun to see, fun to see a lot of activity happening. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our podcast today. It's been Jeff Bergeron and Paul Walker wishing you happy bidding and uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.